T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Line massacre. Russia accused of gunning down 10 Ukrainian citizens standing in line for bread. Choking up as she pays tribute to the slain journalists. All reporters in harm's way tonight. And President Braveheart. Thunderous applause. Plus Putin poison fears. Do you think Putin is sleeping with one eye open? Then nuclear war jitters. Americans stockpiling anti-radiation pills. I do feel safe with these pills in my pocket. And hoarding gasoline. With prices skyrocketing, how dangerous is it? Then March Madness. Why the furious cheerleaders stormed off the court. Everyone seems outraged that this even happened. And earthquake at the office. Whoa! And at home. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Outrageous, horrific, barbaric. There are not enough adjectives strong enough to describe the reaction to the latest carnage in Ukraine, where 10 ordinary citizens standing in a bread line were reportedly killed when Russian soldiers opened fire. The massacre happened just hours before Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky gave a stirring address to a joint session of Congress. It's a breadline massacre. Ten civilians in the northern city of Cherniv were reportedly gunned down as they stood in line for bread. Disturbing video shows the aftermath of the incident that is evoking the dark days of the Nazi era. A U.S. embassy official said such horrific attacks must stop. We are considering all available options to ensure accountability for any atrocity in Ukraine. There are reports that a theater in Mariupol where a thousand people had taken shelter has been destroyed by Russian missiles. This is how that theater looked just a week ago, packed with families living in squalid conditions in dimly lit rooms. Many of the children were said to have fevers. The residents had written the Russian word for children outside the building to prevent just such a tragedy. It's not known how many have been killed in this latest outrage. Russian shells fell outside a hospital in Mariupol as wounded patients were being brought in. Conditions inside are nightmarish, with badly injured Ukrainians being treated in narrow, crowded corridors. Missiles rained down in the embattled capital city of Kyiv today. This apartment building was hit by a missile. Many Ukrainians, like this woman, are surviving in the ruins of their apartments. And thousands of others are living underground in the subway system. It's the deepest in Europe, 300 feet, built during the Soviet era to withstand a nuclear blast. This popular singer did what he could to entertain his fellow citizens deep below ground. There's shocking new evidence that the Russians are using human shields. These tanks and armored vehicles are positioned between houses, even in driveways in a residential neighborhood 15 miles from Kyiv. 
One tank takes aim at a lone civilian walking on a devastated street and opens fire. Today, the U.S. Congress met in a joint session in the rarely seen auditorium under the Capitol building and gave President Zelensky a standing ovation. The networks all broke into regular programming to carry the dramatic speech live. The Ukrainian people are defending not only Ukraine, we are fighting for the values of Europe and the world. He played a video with heart-wrenching images of the war that has made Russia an outcast nation. And a Fox News correspondent choked up as she paid tribute to the two Fox journalists killed covering the war. Correspondent Benjamin Hall was seriously wounded. We will redouble our efforts to honor these colleagues and all reporters in harm's way tonight. Their deaths are a reminder that everything we're able to share about the situation in Ukraine is information gathered by brave journalists who are taking great personal risks. As Russia escalates its assault, Vladimir Putin's fear of assassination seems to be growing as well. As Stephen Fabian reports, he's allegedly poisoned his own adversaries in the past and seems to fear that he might endure the same fate. Vladimir Putin appeared on Russian state TV today to denounce Russians who opposed his war as scum and traitors. But behind the scenes, a new report says the dictator is increasingly paranoid and fears that someone in his inner circle will poison him. Do you think Putin is sleeping with one eye open? I'm sure he is. Daily Beast contributing editor Craig Kopitas. How far does Putin's paranoia go right now? Does he have people taste testing his food? We're told that he does. Last month, he replaced his entire personnel staff, 1,000 people who cater to his every need. Laundresses, secretaries, cooks, to a whole new group of people. And the assessment from the intelligence community is that he's scared. So how might an assassin take him out? The Russians' preferred method of assassination is poison. Putin should know. It's believed his agents killed an outspoken critic, Alexander Litvinenko, by spiking a pot of tea with radioactive poison in 2006. And in 2018, authorities say Putin's henchmen sprayed deadly poison on the front door of a former spy, Sergei Skirpal. He and his daughter narrowly escaped death. Putin also allegedly ordered the poisoning of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. He survived, but is now languishing in a Russian jail. This will frighten Putin even more because as an ex-agent, he knows it can be done. There is growing speculation today that Putin's war in Ukraine is fueled by roid rage. His bloated appearance, which was thought to be a result of cosmetic fillers to keep him looking youthful, may in fact be the result of steroid use to boost his macho obsession. We spoke to Dr. Roshini Raj. They have many side effects. It can raise your blood sugar, it can cause weight gain and bloating, and it can have psychological effects, usually either a depressed mood or more anger or aggression. It's a theory some say that could explain the tyrant's ruthless war. Meantime, some very unreassuring words from Pope Francis today. In his weekly audience, he asked God to stop the aggressor in Ukraine and raise the specter of nuclear war. And the Pope's not the only one thinking about the nuclear possibility. Amber Cagliano has more. 
Could the war in Ukraine trigger a nuclear showdown with the West? With the grim specter of nuclear conflicts swirling around the world, there's now a huge demand for potassium iodide pills, which could offer protection from radiation exposure. Nuke fears spark panic buying of radiation-blocking pills, goes this headline. One U.S. distributor of potassium iodide pills declares we are currently out of stock. On social media, the buzz is growing. Let's talk potassium iodide tablets. These are used to protect your thyroid in some sort of a nuclear event. I do feel safe with these pills in my pocket. Taylor Kenny, who has a prepper TikTok page, keeps a stash of potassium iodide pills. How did you get them? I ordered mine online. I got mine a couple years ago. At that time, they were really cheap. I know now that prices have been skyrocketing because so many people are afraid. Now the CDC is issuing a public warning. People should take potassium iodide only on the advice of public health or emergency management officials. These pills are labeled radiation emergency only. If you have a nuclear attack, a blast from a bomb, it certainly isn't going to help. ER physician Dr. Lee Vinoker says potassium iodide is of limited value and only after, say, a nuclear plant disaster. This is strictly if there's an accident, uh, it's a stopgap measure, and you shouldn't be taking it continuously. Meantime, a different kind of nuclear fear in Japan, where a steady 7.3 magnitude earthquake struck near the Fukushima nuclear plant. That's where an earthquake 11 years ago led to a partial meltdown. This time around, officials say there are no abnormalities, but there was still plenty of panic. It's the moment a powerful 7.3 earthquake shook Japan. The quake hit at 11.36 p.m., just off the coast of Fukushima. Inside this office, desks, chairs, and cabinets were thrown across the room. This woman was at work when the quake struck. Okay, (laughs) this is big, this is big. I'm going to hide under this. Bottles and glasses flew off the shelves in this apartment. Check out this bathtub filled with water, sloshing all over, flooding the bathroom. And water from this fish tank was no match for nature's fury, making a soaking mess of the room. No! Back here at home, the recent spike in gasoline prices has put a crimp in many people's wallets. While oil prices have slipped back down, some people don't want to be caught short. As Jim Murray tells us, hoarding gasoline can be dangerous. Gas hoarding is reaching fever pitch. Social media is loaded with panic buying at local gas stations before prices spike any higher. This is a no-no. Too many gas containers inside an SUV. Here, a massive storage container is filled with gas. I don't feel like this is okay. And when this pair used storage tubs, this woman expressed astonishment. I saw a man and a woman filling up plastic tubs, uh, plastic water bottles. Trudy Pagano is a real estate agent in St. Charles, Missouri. I go, aren't you worried at all about those spilling or what could happen if you get in an accident? And she said, nope. It's easy to see why drivers are at their wits' ends. At this gas station in Los Angeles, a gallon of premium is an astounding $7.89 a gallon. Even regular gas costs more than $7. But experts say don't let the high prices cause you to risk your safety. You could be seriously injured, if not killed, 
from a flash fire from gasoline. Chief Fire Marshal Michael Utero showed reporter Allison Hall how to store gasoline safely. For starters, you want to make sure that you purchase a gas container that's rated for the transportation of gasoline. Non-approved containers could blow up. If you do fill a container like this with gasoline, many times the gasoline will actually start eating away at the container and will start to leak and spill, and now that creates a serious fire hazard. To fill up, place your approved container on the ground. And get down even with it, hold it to stabilize it to make sure it doesn't move around, and then start the fueling process. When finished, tap the nozzle to avoid dripping and replace cap. Store inside the passenger compartment where it won't roll around, and never transport more than four of these five-gallon containers of gas. AAA says the national average for regular gas has gone down a penny a day since Monday. March Madness is getting underway. In the case of one team of cheerleaders, the emphasis is on MAD. As Megan Alexander reports, one member of the squad was furious over what she calls offensive sideline taunts. A college cheerleader storms off the court. Her coach follows, and she's just as upset. She points to someone behind her. So what went down? The cheerleader says right before she stormed off, a player on the opposing basketball team lashed out at her, using offensive language that left her stunned and fuming. This was after he looked me dead in the eyes, an innocent cheerleader, and told me to shut the blank up, she tweeted. The cheerleader is Hannah Koning, a senior on the cheer squad from St. Bonaventure University in New York. There they are on the sidelines as the Bonnies play in their big NCAA game. We got a little extra there. Things got heated with their opponents from St. Louis University. Hey, it's March Madness. But nothing prepared the cheerleader for the verbal abuse she says she suffered from the player, identified in published reports as St. Louis University freshman Jordan Nesbitt. I spoke with Tom Sipe, a reporter for the St. Bonaventure newspaper who witnessed the cheerleader walk-off. Everyone seems outraged that this even happened. In the heat of the moment, we get that the emotions are high, but... In a setting like that, in a college basketball game, that's that's not what anyone wants to see. St. Louis University did not answer our request for comment. It's another brazen smash-and-grab robbery. This time, it was nine thieves armed with sledgehammers who robbed a California jewelry store. And it turns out, it's the third time they've been hit. It's an outrageous jewelry store smash-and-grab robbery. The third time they've been targeted in just six months. This time, thieves with sledgehammers made off with $750,000 in diamonds and high-end watches. Look, there are nine of them. They did their homework. They know which showcases to hit. The manager says one employee was thrown to the ground and held inside the store located in San Jose, California. When I spoke to him, he said he almost had a heart attack. He thought he was going to die. The latest loss is bringing him to tears. And he faults mall security, saying they did nothing in the minutes it took for the masked gang to get to the store. These people came in two cars, nine people wearing ski mask hoodies, parked the car, went through Macy's, which is kind of far from our store, and they went through the Macy's. The mall security is watching them. Nobody called 911 or any emergency police. It's just a lot of questions. The store was hit back in October and reopened, but this time he says he's had enough. At this point, they have left me empty. We'll be right back. Next, a dog named Ruby. The shelter dog nobody wanted becomes a hero. How she came to the rescue of a lost little boy. Plus, down the zip line. And 
right into a slog. I just clocked you straight in the face. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. She was the shelter dog named Ruby that nobody wanted. And now she's a bona fide hero. Here's Les Trent. You're looking at an unlikely movie star, a dog named Ruby. Ruby is now the subject of a new Netflix movie, Rescued by Ruby, about a shelter dog nobody wanted who became a hero. Corporal Daniel O'Neill of the Rhode Island State Police adopted Ruby back in 2011, an event depicted in the movie. You think he could be a canine dog? She could be anything. The shelter volunteer did what she could to make O'Neill adopt Ruby. She's very, very smart. You can tell that right away. But it was a tough sell. As smart as she was, Ruby was also rambunctious. Come here. Hey, come on. She'd been adopted five times and returned every time because of her behavior. Ruby was close to being put down, but O'Neill decided to take a chance. It was tough in the beginning. There was a lot of uh, sleepless nights, um, but it worked out in the end. Their life together at home is chronicled in the film. She's not even housebroken. It came to be that Ruby was certified a K-9. Then one day, fate intervened in a mysterious way. A teenager was missing in the woods. For two days, police and volunteers searched the rough terrain. When all hope was fading, Ruby found the missing teen. He was barely alive. We went back to tell the mother that we had found the boy we found out that that was the same person that worked at the shelter, and then that son was hers. That's right. The shelter volunteer who always believed in Ruby was the mom of the missing teen found by Ruby. I guess you just never know how certain animals or people are going to show up in your life again. We were there for a special screening of the movie in Providence, Rhode Island. And look who showed up for the red carpet. Ruby, the dog nobody wanted. 
rescued by Ruby premieres tomorrow on Netflix. When we come back, wait till you see what interrupted this zipline ride. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. A zipline hits a hard stop thanks to a sloth. This kid is on the adventure of a lifetime. He's ziplining through the breathtaking rainforest of Costa Rica. Suddenly, he comes to a screeching halt. Something is blocking his path. Don't worry, don't worry. It's a sloth. I just clocked you straight in the face. Yup, it's a sloth just hanging out on the zipline. Can you just wait? 13-year-old Nathan Raymer had the wild run it. I was afraid, but then once it started crawling away, I'm like... This is a memorable moment. I'll remember this the rest of my life. Sloths have become ridiculously popular in recent years. Known for their adorably relaxed demeanor, they are the slowest mammals on the planet. When it comes to catching a free ride, they are the masters. They just love chilling out. On the zip line, the sloth is just hanging out, upside down. And he stayed there for 15 minutes before getting out of the kid's way. Talk about slothful behavior. He's a sloth. And from a sloth to baby shark in the sky, next. Finally, it's back. Crying toddler on the plane? No problem for these passengers who joined together and sang Baby Shark to soothe the little boy. And that is Inside Edition. Thanks for watching. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.